0: Good day, welcome to the Business Agora, a series of conversations aimed to be supportive in your business and your life, held with our community here at Workspace 365. My name is Michael Benson, I'm the CEO at Workspace 365, and I'm here with our community engagement lead, Al Jeffrey, who will be your host for a number of these conversations.
1: Thanks, Michael. And thank you for joining us for the Agora. Agora means the gathering or the exchange. And in these conversations, we hope to connect you with some of the humans of the Workspace 365 community, bring light to their stories, their insights into business, leadership, and well-being, and offer useful resources and tips for navigating business post-COVID-19. So let's dive in. Great. Hannah. thanks for joining for a podcast conversation.
2: No, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to be here.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be great to start by just painting a picture of where you're joining us from. Obviously, we're in lockdown. So are you at home? Yes, are we you
2: are, definitely. I'm, um, I'm, I live in Essendon, so I'm, I'm, I'm from Melbourne, and uh, we've been in lockdown for the last two weeks, so resting. Mm-hmm. So I'm joining from Melbourne.
1: Mm-hmm. Great. Um, and... Yeah, this is one of the questions I was going to ask before. Before I clicked record and decided, no, this would be a great one on on record. Um, what is your heritage? And
2: uh, yeah, that's a good. So, so I'm originally from um, Northeast Africa. It's a small country called Eritrea. But I I came here quite young. I think I've been in Australia for about twenty seven years, and you know, went to university, went to school here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but that's where I'm from originally. But African Australian. You can call me yeah
1: yeah yeah and have you spent much time back um
2: yeah i, I went I, I went a few times to visit um i haven't been for about six to seven years but i used to go and visit just to get to um, you know to get acquainted with my heritage i suppose um you know mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a very small country it has a lot of problems but yeah i have been a few times
1: mm-hmm. great um would you say yeah australia is is home for you now
2: uh, absolutely, Australians, um, I, um, yeah, I went to school here, uh, my grew up here and uh, I think, you know, uh, my business is here, my life is here, mm-hmm. so this is the only home I know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah
2: absolutely. And,
1: and has it always been Melbourne or it's been other places as well?
2: No, actually, what I, I, I suppose, uh, you know, about 20, 27 years ago, there wasn't a lot of um, Africans in Australia, so I went to Brisbane originally. But then I moved from Brisbane to Sydney and then I finally settled in Melbourne. I just liked Melbourne a little bit more than Sydney. Mm Then originally, when I came, I actually went to Brisbane, Queensland. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was was a different world at that time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you chose us. Absolutely.
2: Um, Love Melbourne. Lockdown and all.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now it's a bit complex. Bit of a complex relationship, but that's okay. (laughs) You
2: know. Yeah, we wouldn't have
1: it any other any other way, anyway. Mm. So um, you're saying before I press record that you'd been working from the Footscray Centre for about three months or so. Yeah, about
2: three months, definitely. Yeah.
1: mm mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned you were elsewhere beforehand. Um, what was it for you that? Uh, yeah, kind of. Um,
2: made me, yeah. Made you shift? So, uh, be, be, uh, so I've been in the cleaning business uh, for about six years now. I had a different company um, prior. This is a, a new company that I started about six months ago. Uh, but predominantly, I was with AppSo in the city for a few years. Um, I think, obviously, the city is a, is, is, is a, is a different um, environment, you know. Uh, So I was there for a few years and then I decided to go back to them and then I looked around and I thought, all right, let me go and have a look at a few spaces. And I really like Footscray because it's a beautiful space, first of all, I don't know if you've been upstairs, Mm -hmm. uh, near the river, Um, you can get parking, cheap parking all day long. And then I decided, okay, I want to get out of the city, go to the suburbs, And Footscray is a great area anyway. So that made me decide, and then I've looked at a few places, looked at Richmond, looked at Essendon. Essendon was a really good choice for me because it was just about five minutes walk from my home. But I think what made me go with um, Workspace Three Sixty Five was just the way the footscray space is set out. Mm-hmm. It's just very inviting. There's a lot of light, um, you know, massive space, and of course, amazing people.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a. A great space with lots of lots of light, lots of life. Um,
2: absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, and, and it's growing. We've got a lot more people coming in, and uh, and we're creating people. Thursdays where everybody orders the dumplings on Thursday, and Jenny is really, really good as well. She's extremely friendly, mm-hmm. um, very inclusive. They do drinks for us every Friday. So I'm really happy with the space.
1: Great. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, yeah, that was a good little uh, infomercial for Workspace 365. But um,
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> We're going to try and hit them up in reduction in rent, I suppose, now for that info, <laughs> don't we? <laughs> Just um,
1: but now I'd love to hear a little bit more about yeah yourself. And um, you said you've been in the cleaning business for quite a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, what is it that drew you to cleaning in the first place, and what is it that's that's keeping you um, in a, going? Yeah,
2: look, it was all by accident, really. I mean, I uh, you know when I finished university, I actually went into just um, corporate, and I was working for um, employment slash recruitment for a few years as a business manager. Um, over the years, I suppose one of the things that I did a skill that I thought was really vital was to to learn. The skills of um, selling, uh, because when you're a business manager, you're obviously managing revenue, you're managing uh, marketing, you're managing sales. So over the years, I've done a lot of courses and I did a lot of uh, practices where I've worked in so many different call centers to be able to learn the skill of selling, predominantly at band call calling. Um, most people hate call calling, which is picking up the phone and trying to sell your business, but. I've learned that skill uh, so good, so well, that um, it helped me uh, meet my revenue targets every month, every year in the employment that I was in. But about in 2014, I was a little bit disillusioned with just working for for a company. Um, There was no no reward for the effort that you put in. You know, I've always been a hard worker. So I always did 12 hour days, even worked on weekends. And I don't just mean reward in terms of financial, but the reward in terms of satisfaction itself. Mm -hmm. And I had a large team that I managed. And I decided that I really wanted to venture out and and, and start a business. Um, And at that time, um, obviously, I was married. So uh, my ex-husband and I decided that, all right, we looked around and we we found the cleaning industry uh, had a, a very low barrier to entry. But on the other hand, it was an extremely competitive industry, meaning that you really have to stand out to actually create any measure of success, especially in the commercial space. So you could actually build a domestic cleaning business quite easily, but building a commercial business, i.e. cleaning for offices and corporate was extremely challenging. I think for me... Uh, I found the challenge to be um, very rewarding. It took a lot of effort of, uh, you know, it took about six months of cold calling, door knocking every single day to even land (laughs) the first account. So Mm -hmm. I I really became interested in the idea that um, uh, the cleaning business has two benefits. A, you create employment for others and B, you know, if you can service customers holistically Uh, And there was a gap in the commercial uh, cleaning industry. The gap was quality was always uh, not great. Uh, So you speak to a lot of customers, they'll say to you that just just there's a gap in the consistency of the delivery. Mm -hmm. So we created a niche where we provided um, outstanding service, uh, charged properly for it. And that allows us to build the business from, you know, $120 for the first six months to multiple, multiple, multiple six figures in about five years. And mm-hmm. that was my start to the cleaning business. Obviously, that business um, didn't go through and, you know, personal reasons. And once that business um, uh, was gone, I decided to go back to training because I love training. But then I decided to stick with the cleaning industry um, because I really have a passion for del- delivering great service. mm mm-hmm. And here Great. we
1: are. Brilliant. Yeah, it sounds like you had a very in some ways a very strategic approach to it as well, really seeing the gap in the market and filling a niche. Um,
2: uh, absolutely. So so the thing with this is uh, you can you can you can do what they call a shotgun approach and just um, uh, get as many account uh, accounts as you can because if you can if you can sell if you can call, call, if you can have a, a very strong online presence you can build a massive, um, a massive base. The problem with that is that you're going to be relying on contractors to do the cleaning and quality will suffer. So my approach has always been retention. So over the period of five years, we had 98% retention rate. Mm, Customers wow. that, so, so I've always approached business in terms of retention because it can be easy to go and get accounts but the 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 key in building a successful business to me is building long-term relationships and retaining the customer and understanding the value of each customer long term Mm -hmm. and that has always been how i base the current business we're not growing at a hundred percent but we're growing slowly Um, Mm -hmm. and making sure that we are consistently delivering high quality service. And that way um, we are growing over a period of time, but maintaining our base of customers and not um, doing a burn and churn.
1: Yeah. Great. Yeah. It really sounds like, um, I mean, the word integrity comes up for me and just really, yeah, being slow and intentional and mindful and meaningful, um, In a way around how you grow um which is
2: fantastic words yeah fantastic words intentional that's and that's the thing i have a a very holistic approach to life ultimately um uh, the the, there is a purpose my purpose in building a business um six seven years ago was probably purely financial Uh, and, and i would imagine for most entrepreneurs maybe that's the case uh, second time around, my purpose for building this business is, of course, financial is always going to be there. But ultimately, it's really creating um, creating long-term employment for others as well. Because mm-hmm. with what we do, we create employment. And if you look at, 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 the, at where we are at the moment in Australia, we've got massive social issues. So I consider myself to be a social entrepreneur. Uh, mm-hmm. By building a business that is sound, that is steady, that creates um, uh, steady revenue, steady employment, we're able to put back that in the, to the community. We're able to support uh, as many people as we can into employment, but also able to support um, communities we choose to um, to assist.
1: Yep, brilliant, and it's very—I mean—the um, social entrepreneur, social enterprise kind of model is the triple bottom line, the three P's, profit and people and planet. Um, and it sounds like um, that, yeah, you really have a um, an intention to service all three, not just the, the bottom line.
2: Absolutely, that's that's the vision. That's the vision is create a business that is not only going to be sustainable for me and for my team, but also hopefully um, to, to, to provide for others.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that's, yeah, something great just for those listening in to, um, Yeah, to maybe reflect upon. I mean, there are many in the Workspace 365 community that that might already self-identify as social entrepreneurs or social enterprise. Um, And there is a growing community of, I'm not sure if you've heard of B Corps, Benefit Corporations. um,
2: No, I haven't. A a large global community
1: of social enterprise. Um, It's an accreditation system. Um, And there is more and more need. uh, And the market is actually looking uh, to work with those who also have an ecological and social imperative, I suppose. Um, and so there are more and more people, uh, I suppose, coming to understand that their business also needs to be purposeful and uh, regenerative or sustainable in a way.
2: Um, Absolutely, so it's, yeah. And that's what's exciting about, about you know, the times we live in now is that I think um, if anything, if we've, for me, if I've learned anything from, COVID-19 or um, the lockdowns, it's really understanding the purpose of my business. And I look at that every single day um, mm. because um, you cannot be just driven by finances because ultimately uh, there's only so much we need. <laughs> and mm. once you meet those needs, there has to be a purpose. And uh, I, I really enjoy meeting other business um, owners, entrepreneurs that have got a, a, purpose-driven, a purpose-driven business um, and if we can have as many businesses that are purpose-driven, and it is about contribution, and I think we've all learned that how important community is and contribution, contribution mm-hmm. to ourselves. and But once we've contributed to ourselves and met our needs, the second stage then is, well, what can we do now as a business and as a group as well?
1: Great, exactly. Um, and I think that's something that many are just coming to, to recognize or realize through COVID. I think that's possibly one of the, the gifts of the time is, um, understanding community and how much we actually need each other.
2: Absolutely, um, absolutely. It's, it's community is so important. And that's why I think uh, even at, um, uh, uh, you know, y- y- you're meeting more and more businesses are just really uh, geared and clued towards that, you know, towards that avenue of, you know, wholeness, um, you know, like when you look at African communities, for example, it's all, it's not, the individual, is, there's no individualism. It's all about the collective, mm. um, you know. If, if, if I am doing better in my life, then I help my family, my relatives uh, to do better as well. It's almost actually like a responsibility yeah. <laughs> to help yeah. your family. Um, yeah. so, and I think we, we are at this time moving towards that as well, which is fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah. I always think about the um, the word Ubuntu, which I think is a Swahili word, which absolutely, means yeah. I am yeah. because you are. Um,
2: I am because you are,
1: yeah. Yeah, and it speaks directly to that, that actually we need each other, and I only exist because of you. Um, myself is actually a series of relationships, and so I'm deeply dependent on community. Um,
2: absolutely, yeah. 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 Absolutely. yeah. No, no, absolutely, and absolutely, um, and... So you know, I'm 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 excited about uh, you know what 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 the next six months or the next few years holds for for us as a collective as business owners, I suppose. And uh, mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, um, I can connect with others that have got the same some, same sort of temperament and mentality, and that would be great.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sounds like you are in that kind of slow, intentional way of growing the business. Attracting those who resonate with your your purpose and your your why, you might say. Um,
2: yeah, so absolutely, absolutely. Even with 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 customers, with accounts, the way we we so uh, so the the biggest difference for me between building this business and the last business is the intention. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the last business, it was how many accounts can we get? You know, the more we get, the more we grow. How much can we increase? Um, where now it's about, well, who am I going to partner with? Because the customer that I partner with has to also fit in with, it's not just about them. Where uh, So when I go and do a presentation for a customer now, I don't go with the view that, well, I have to please them so I can get that account. I go with the view that if there is a need that I am going to be able to meet and there's going to be a fit between us, we'll work together. But they might not be a fit for me as well. Mm-hmm. Just because the things they want, I not might not be able. So the way I run my business is first and foremost, the most important person in our business is not me. It's actually my team members, because mm-hmm. they're the ones that do the work. So people that do the work, uh, my team members are the most important because I've I'm got to make sure I look after them, first and foremost. So that fits in with the way I I, I approach the customers, the way I explain. Uh, the cost to the customer. And then after that, of course, is the customer. Does mm-hmm. make sense? And then lastly, it's myself. So yeah. that works really well for me because uh, when I approach a, a project, I'm not approaching it with the view that, well, what's in it for me? Although traditionally in sales, we have been taught to look at everything from a point of what's in it for me. Does it make sense? But mm-hmm. then understanding what's in it for me helps us understand the problems of the customer does make sense so because the customer has got a problem they have a problem they need a solution and we are that solution does make sense Mm -hmm. so looking at business that way really helped me ground myself it's a lot of hard work to have that type of thinking because as human beings we're always listening to what's in it for me that's just being human Uh, so for me, every day I work really hard to try and approach business that way. So I can, um, so that I can build a sustainable business. Mm -hmm. If that makes
1: sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I resonate with that a lot and it's, uh, it's great to be sharing that, um, message through the podcast. Um, and hopefully it's inspiring for those listening in to, yeah, maybe shift some of the ways that we're thinking about business as it was and what it could be, um, and there's forward. a lot
2: to learn. Yeah. And there's a lot to learn. You know, I, 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 I read a lot. I try to understand and learn from a lot of, there are a lot of successful business people out there that are doing uh, great things in our community and it's great to learn from them. So it's all about mm-hmm. learning, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So what's the best way that people can connect with you, Hannah? Is it um, through your website or?
2: uh through email they can they can email me directly my email is um you want me to email it to you they can connect with me through emails. i'm always happy to have a, a cup of coffee with anybody especially in our space to get mm-hmm. to know people so yeah they can email me and i'm happy to you know share a cup of coffee and just find out about other people and what they're doing in their businesses i think that's very exciting
1: great yeah i'll make sure to include that in the show notes so people can click across and send you an email um and, yeah, thank you for taking some time to share a little bit about yourself. It's inspiring to hear about the kind of the ethics, the ethos and the purpose behind your business. Um, so thank, thank you for you that. Thank you so
2: much. And thank you so much for doing this. And, um, yeah, hope to connect with you sometime.
1: Yeah, I look forward to connecting uh, in person when we can, which hopefully is very soon.
2: <laughs> very soon. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks, Hannah. Thank you for joining us for another agora conversation and we trust you took away something useful
0: thank you al that's right if you are already a member with us we look forward to seeing you in an office or an event really soon if you aren't a member with us we'd love to welcome you to one of our centers across melbourne south melbourne footscray and torquay very soon please be in touch and call us on 1-800-WORK-NOW or on the web at
1: www.workspace365.com.au. We look forward to continuing to connect with you and you with our community here at Workspace 365. We'll see you again shortly.